Hi friends, welcome to the Artist Blend. Today we are going to talk about movies and musicals and books and the relationship between those three in adaptations and what that's all like. So, so grab your mug and let's get talking. If anyone's paying attention on the YouTube or any video link that you watch, we always have a different mug, or we try to. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's a fun time. So come to come the, see what we've got. What, <laughs> what okay, do you have today? Is, oh, I have um from uh, the O'Farrell Sisters Restaurant in Iowa when Perfect. I did summer stock in Okaboji, Iowa. Nice. Um, shout out to my Okaboji peeps. Uh, <laughs> it, middle middle of nowhere, but it's beautiful town. I loved yep. it up there. Anyway, they had this really cute diner called the, the O'Farrell Sisters, and on one side is their little their little logo, uh, and then the other side is all of their like breakfast platters. It oh, fun. was insane. The food was, was so good. Mm. Anyway, sorry. That sounds awesome. What no, is yours? Mine is a stitch mug that my fiance got me when we first started dating, and she brought it back. Literally from a Disney trip that they came back and we dated like right when she got back. So it's, it's <laughs> it was special, but when you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That was all. That, it is. That's, that's why the reason. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. Um, but when you drink, <laughs> when you drink it, you look like him. So that's so funny. Yeah, if you Isn't are it? listening to the audio, just go go to YouTube this one. Just time imagine. Just look at it's it. fine. It's yeah, check us out. Or you can imagine. A, We're artists. We can imagine. Yeah. But if you come from a different platform and you go to YouTube, say hi. Let us know that you're there. We like to see yeah. who's, who's interacting where. So. Comment, like, subscribe, follow, Woo. heart, whatever it is on whatever platform you're on. <laughs> and in case you've just stumbled upon this episode versus the first two, which you should go back and listen to, we also have an affiliate link with our previous coffee drinkers um, yeah. or brand. Uh, do you remember the link, Easton? Yeah, it's um, so if you go to CarverCoffee.com, they have a really mm-hmm. good coffee. That was the first yeah, two yeah. that we tried. Um, and then the coupon code you can use is the Artists Blend. That's the A R T I S T S Blend, and that'll get you ten percent off, which is awesome. And they have really good coffee. And today, um, Stumptown, yes, is that Stump, the name of Stumptown it? Stumptown is Town. the name of it. Yes, which you can buy in Target, Kroger, basic places. Yeah. We don't have enough access to <laughs> like uh, original blend coffee, so please send us stuff. And we'll yeah. find more, we promise. But today we were like, okay, we have to buy from the store. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> we are we are doing our best to do freshly yes. roasted, like roast it's to true. order coffees. Um, but, you know, today was a day yeah. and we're like, let's just go to Target. And it's get okay. It we both have access to Targets in They're our different so states. They're so good beans. They're, so They're good very beans, good. That's all. It's um, yes. Holler Mountain is the flavor. So, drink not the flavor, the, I think the blend. The flavor yeah. is... It said no, caramel, right. I think, is what it was. It's it's one of those. It has yeah. caramel it's on the bag. And it's it's on the bag. <laughs> Just check the bag. <laughs> it's good. So you okay. want to start today's discussion, sir? Yeah. Yeah. So, let's do it. um, I think when we were trying to think of what do we talk about, this is new. Yeah. What do we What do we do? One thing that uh came to mind was um all of the d- different adaptations. There's always adaptations of something. Like mm. right now, um. You have a bunch of touring shows and shows on Broadway that came from other things. I'm not sure what yep. the statistics are or like percentages, but I would wager at least half come from another format or another um, yeah. avenue of artistry. Um, and yeah, so that's one thing that we noticed. And so we just kind of wanted to explore that and what it is. Um, I know on my end, I sort of just have like a list of random things and thoughts and rabbit holes that I went down. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts on the topic generally? My thoughts typically with the topic overall is 
in today's mindset, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. we have more musicals going to movies and being differently successful because mm-hmm. a lot of the shows are either closed on Broadway and that's why they go to movie, um, which is just a different avenue, or it's filmed stage productions that are considered movies. So yeah, I, like I really, and- yeah, I would be fascinated to do a deeper study of like where the line of classification really comes in because it's like okay if you film a stage production is it a movie i'm interested to see the list that you have too and get yeah. thoughts on it because i recently was in new york which we've talked about in a previous episode if you know that great if you don't go back and listen um listen. yeah the museum of broadway fascinating place it's another one of those museums oh, like we want to go so bad i could have spent hours in there but the group i was with um we we sped through, which was fine. We had other commitments, but every room I was like, "Oh, it's a new playground." Um, yeah. But I want to take wall, a trip to New York just to go to that museum. We'll like, do if that. I we'll flew fi- up there, did that, and then left. I'd be fine. Great. We'll do that, and we'll film an episode <laughs> while we're up there, right after. Oh yeah, so we can that talk about cool. it. Cool. <laughs> a different day, different date. But um, they have a, a wall in there specifically that explains the different types of jukebox musicals and music, movie musicals mm-hmm. and adaptations, which I sent uh, Easton a picture of. So I think we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, strap in. Let's go. I guess we can look at that little graph chart thingy that you said. Yeah, we yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll post this in our uh, like Instagram notes. and um, in the and show notes. Like link it in the show notes. I guess. Can you yeah. make an Instagram post? I Probably. guess we'll figure out a way to do if it. If not, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll um, be in the description somewhere. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> look look along with us if you're driving. Don't do that. Just don't wait do that. Later, just listen. Um, or pull over listen if you to really the sound want to. Of my voice. <laughs> uh, so the heading is types of jukebox musicals, and it looks mm-hmm. like a jellyfish to me. I know um, it does. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of tentacles it's the everywhere. Or like it's the purple. <laughs> it looks like the kraken. There's like a giant Ooh, circle yeah. on the top, and then all yeah. these tentacles around. But it all also the makes a weird six out of all the frames, and or a G for whatever reason. <laughs> so that's, yes, I see that too. <laughs> that's anyway, <weird. laughs> um, so some of like the the little bubbles, the I guess categories, subcategories. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. songs written or performed by an artist. So yep. like Jersey Boys, Smokey Joe's, MJ. Ava. Um, I've heard good things about MJ. Uh, moving out. Oh, I've heard out. really good things about M- MJ. Yeah, like I, yeah, I yeah. wanted to see it when I was in New York, but we didn't have time. Yeah, and then we Ooh. have based on the life of an author or performer. So on mm-hmm. your feet, <laughs> million dollar quartet. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I guess MJ is also that too. Which is technically, it's that. And there's the other some one. of them that I was like, huh, that's interesting that they classify that. Because, um, like Abba, for example, which we've done, we've both done the Mama of Mia. And I would have considered those four artists because they all did different things with the band, but they are a single artist because it's a group. Yeah. And that was yeah. what I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But and we could do a whole still... other episode on jukebox musicals. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and I guess, I guess these are a form of adaptation because, I mean, you're they adapting are. from other places and works of art yeah i guess it's just like an extension of Mm -hmm. the adaptation genre and that's the other thing is uh like songs written or performed by a single artist can Mm -hmm. also fall in the category of based on the life of said author or performer yeah because sometimes they do they do go hand in hand yeah just like uh mj and uh, jersey boys and and several others but to see it all on a chart is fascinating because you're like oh well, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And then yeah. there's another core, uh, core another category that's based on a movie, and mm. there's only two that fall on this list, anyways, and that's Priscilla Big Deal Queen and Priscilla the Queen of the Desert. I've still never seen either of those. It, neither have I. But when I, I saw that, I was to. like, huh? 
But um, before this episode, uh, Easton and I were talking briefly to make sure we had notes and whatnot for this episode. And we both came to the realization that uh, Beauty and the Beast and Frozen, for example, are two movie to stage adaptations of course it's disney and the mouse can do whatever they want yeah but (laughs) um it's interesting to be like okay where how how does this happen what happens yeah so that's a beautiful segue uh into so my little list of of movies that then became musicals Mm -hmm. some of these i was like oh yeah okay duh and then some others i was like oh i didn't realize that order i guess i didn't think about that but yeah um or didn't realize at all uh, so, like you said, we have Frozen, we mm-hmm. have um, Beauty and the Beast, we have those mm-hmm. dis- the Disney theatrical world, <laughs> um, and more recently, Mary Poppins, which is interesting because that was yeah, that was like what two thousand five? I think so. Yeah, totally. Is when it is when it, it was two thousand okay. something, relatively later after the movie. But I'm gonna look at it. And up. then you have Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which was Ugh. movie first. And then you've got yeah. Newsies too, same thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, move. Yeah, movie to musical. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of people don't realize that Newsies is. The movie because was it exactly. wasn't it like Christian Bale? It was Christian Bale. Yeah, I've heard, I've so heard from weird. sources that the movie is okay, but it's not. It's the fine. Musical. We watched it <laughs> so. in my English class in like seventh grade. Okay, great. <laughs> also, lo, so Little Shop, yes, mm-hmm. the movie then musical. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Little Shop, the movie, was Frank Oz's first project without Jim Henson. Really? Yeah. So That's he'd been with Jim, like they'd always work together. Well, yeah. Frank well, always yeah. worked with Jim. Frank always worked, yeah. And, but that was the first time <laughs> he worked without Jim, which I was like, Interesting. good for you. You did yeah, good. You did it. Yeah, broke <laughs> Nice. <out. laughs> nice job. Good um, job. And actually to clarify that, uh, Little Shop, the musical was based on a movie, yes, but it was based on a movie from the 60s that was like a, a B horror film. Um, so it was that movie to the musical, and then from there, Frank Oz directed the the newer movie that was based on the musical. So this one was a case of movie to musical to movie. And I'm actually adding this in post-production uh, because uh, one of our listeners, Tyler, pointed out uh, that this needed clarification. So thanks, Tyler. Some things uh, mm. that I didn't realize, first off, Band's Visit was originally a movie. Um, I remember that now, but I, I, didn't. I did not know. Yeah, yeah, it was based off of an Israeli film. Hmm. Um, which That's awesome. Band's Visit is one of my favorite musicals. David mm-hmm. Yazbek is one of my favorite oh. musicians and and writers. He's just love it. Brilliant. And last one. Yes. Uh, have you heard of Smile? Only by name. Nothing. Nothing about so it. So it's Marvin Hamlish and hmm. Howard Ashman. It was based on a movie by Jerry Belson. Um, <laughs> but Jerry Belson was, uh, he wrote the screenplay. And it's considered a lost show because there mm. was never an official cast recording for it. Interesting. It went away before they could get a recording. And the only recording in existence that like, people, like that's official, yeah. is the, um, the demo that you get from the licensor. And now it's time for another clarification from future Easton through post-production. Uh, so this album, the one that you get from the licensor, this demo album, is the only official slash unofficial cast recording. However, there are a few different ways that you can still hear the music from the show. One of which is Bruce Kimmel's Unsung Musicals album, which has a few songs from the show. And additionally, there's an album called Howard Sings Ashman, and that album, the second half of it, is pretty much all the songs from Smile. Uh, there's a couple with varying titles, but that might just be sort of just different versions of the songs. But um, yeah, and Ashman sings all the songs, and Hamlish plays the piano. So there's a couple other ways that you can hear the songs too. And thank you again to Tyler for pointing that out. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. That's cool. 
Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to look that up after this now because I like to find. (laughs) My favorite thing is uh, if I have a long drive, I'll just put on any kind of album that I've never listened to Mm -hmm. and be like, hmm, let's see what this is. Particularly with musicals because it's like, oh, I've got a three hour thing. Here we go. Um, Yeah. And sometimes I find good ones and sometimes I'm like, okay, there's a reason I should not listen to this. But (laughs) you follow Ken Davenport on Instagram, right? Yes, I do. I do. So uh, for those that don't know, he's a he's a producer who has Mm -hmm. a bunch of shows on Broadway. and He's he's a really cool guy. And he just kind of posts his life in the office and um, whiteboards every day. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Something different every day. It's so fun. It's 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 cool. I like following him. He's real. I do, too. Anyway, he he listens to a different cast album every single morning. Just puts one. He's like the first three hours I work. I'm there is one playing in the background. I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't care. Yeah. I just want to listen to something new and different mm. um, that I haven't heard in a while yeah. or at all. Which I the, thought was cool. I wish that I had is three cool. hours in an office. There, right. Hmm. <laughs> the life. No. Um, there's a TikToker who does something similar, but he does uh, like. I hate the term, but he does like B-rated musicals, like nobody listens to, and brings mm. them to popularity, and they're that, they're gr- yes. yeah. You know who I'm talking about, yes. but I don't know his name. Off the That's how I found one of my favorite um, yeah. cast albums. Now, have you heard of Islander? Mm-hmm. I have. Oh, it's they so use, good. Like, they, for those that don't know, they use live looping. It's two mm-hmm. girls, yep. and they use live looping to to create this entire show and it's sound- yeah. oh it's brilliant it's, it's absolutely brilliant. it wouldn't brilliant. be everybody's cup crowds. of tea but even still it's really really cool yeah it's my cup of everything it's yes. my coffee tea water gatorade <laughs> there's everything there's a tiktok for everything but there's a guy who does that with musicals there's a guy who um does plays like he, all mm-hmm. he does is post about plays but i think he's a high school teacher which is really cool so you're like oh, okay cool. you're experience you're uh exposing your kids to really really obscure plays and i love that yeah that's um, awesome I had the thought of a movie to musical, and mm-hmm. I, I think it was a book, movie, then musical. But what is an order of that necessarily? Because <laughs> it's kind of like when actors like to be like, I'm a singer, dancer, actor. It's like, yeah. okay, you're you're clearly all three. You're on stage. It's fine. You do um, things. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, but Big Fish came to mind. Because yeah. it was a book, and then it was a movie, and then it was a musical. Uh, yeah. You've got Moulin Rouge, same thing. Mm-hmm. As far as as far as I can remember, because the movie, yeah, the movie came first, way, mm-hmm. way, way first, and some of the music is better in the movie than it is on the stage, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my low key opinion. Fair. Um, and then even more recently, uh, I saw it in London before on the West End before it came to. Uh, oh, it's not even on Broadway yet, but it's coming, and that's Back to the Future the musical. Mm. Mm-hmm. which you Easton would absolutely adore as far I know as visuals. I would love it. It's visuals. I, so um, would. It's it's so campy, but it's yeah. what makes it I good. I like camp. I do too. <laughs> Wait, but who designed like, that? I'm going to look that up. Yeah, you looked this. that up. But I mean, when you've got a car that actually flies in the show, spoilers. What? But <laughs> yeah, it actually flies. Oh my gosh. Right? It's crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, the, the funny part was when we saw it, uh, the car flew or no, they were about to fly the car, and it was the sequence where they time traveled, and we had a like fifteen minute hold, because and nobody knew what was going on. We were like, "Is somebody hurt? Was there a fire?" Nobody, nobody knew. And then it was hmm. like, "Okay, ladies and gentlemen, now we are back." And it was like, "Yeah, I w- you should have been like, and now we are back to the <laughs> future." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's where, good. Where are we? <laughs> okay, the designer for Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did it's tim hatley he also okay. designed life of pi which yeah. is coming to broadway soon which mm-hmm. is really cool mm-hmm. um he did the bodyguard um, oh, okay. west end uk us yeah korea cologne he did good uh, work. i like his stuff yeah ghosts 
Enemy of the People and, and Pajama Game. Mm. No, interesting. Enemy of the People. Mm. Old credits. Shrek. He did Shrek. Okay, oh, cool. Okay, that makes sense. Spam a lot. Singing in the rain. My honestly, lady. with the pu- the puppetry, that makes sense because Life yeah. of Pi is. Had, did you see yeah. any of the um, video? It was from a West End production of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and their puppets that they're using in it. Oh, so good. Aslan hmm. is just like in War Horse. It's like three people with a big puppet, but the back end of Aslan is missing. And the actor who oh. voices Aslan is in a similar color robe as the puppet, and they walk <gasps> yes. together. It's yes. so, so fascinating photos. to watch. We should we can have a whole puppetry episode. <clears throat> oh, well, that's oh another gosh. thing. I'm putting that on. Strings list. to hold us down. That's <laughs> yeah, the title right there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a fine line. I'm interested to see like what could be. Mus- musicals from yeah. either movies or books or whatever because yeah. even on even in netflix if you if we shift a little bit we've got netflix shows that are coming f- straight from books yeah that, like if you if uh, my fiance is a book talker and if you know anything about book talk and that community so many books are being turned into adaptations and film mm-hmm. and it's like are we just is nobody writing original stories and they're like yes just yeah. just check it out check it out i don't it's yeah <laughs> there's so many lines and i don't it's, know <laughs> which is like goes into this conversation on streaming platforms that we've been trying yes to, like it's yes content 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 but then ah mm-hmm. we can't make enough quickly exactly. enough in order to make the subscription service profitable <laughs> exactly and then you <laughs> then you've got um um have, have you heard anything about the movie the whale Mm-mm. okay so it's brendan fraser's first movie in years oh Okay, and yes. he won. He won many. It, but... He won many awards. I haven't seen it yet either, but it looks Eastern. It looks so good. But it started as a play, and I didn't know that until I was in the Broadway bookshop in New York, huh. and I found the play. I almost bought it, but I didn't. Interesting. Because um, I was like, I don't want to read the play, and they be like, it didn't live up to my expectations. Yeah, that's a <laughs> because sad I want to support. Trap. Yeah, I know. I want to support Brendan Fraser after everything he's had to go through with his yeah. life and whatnot. So, but yeah. different story. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, one no, thing but... I had to bring up. This is jumping to musicals that came from books. Mm-hmm. Coraline. Yes. Do you know about the musical? I don't. Tell me. Uh, okay, Coraline okay. is Here one of go. my favorite films yes. of all time. I Love adore Claymation mm-hmm. um, so much. And I read the book after a friend of mine who's actually doing a really cool film right now. Um, you should. I'll link his stuff. His name is Sumner McMurtry. He's coming out <gasps> I love with... Sumner. Yes, he's amazing. Yes. Uh, he's coming out with a film called Lemonade. It's his, I think he's it's his graduate thesis. But anyway, nice. um, he's great and his work he's is in great. grad school already. He's he's brilliant. Oh um, my gosh. He's doing really cool things. Jeez. Uh, anyway, but he gave me uh, he he let me borrow his copy of Coraline, um, mm-hmm. which Neil Gaiman. But MCC did an off Broadway adaptation of it with the. So the book was by David Greenspan, who um, he's he's gotten like six Obies. He's mm-hmm. worked with the public, MCC, Playwrights Horizons. He's done some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And the music and lyrics are by Stephen Merritt. And I was like, it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. He's This is what Wikipedia said. He mm-hmm. is known for his distinctive and untrained bass voice. And I was like, what? Okay. And I clicked on some videos and I was like, yeah, that perfectly describes it. It's distinctive, untrained. It's like, it's like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's really yeah. cool. I like yeah. it. It's, um, but he was a part of uh, a live group called the Three Terrors, and okay. he wrote a song called "Scream and Run Away" for. Um, it was, uh, I think it was some sort of like tribute to yeah. uh, Lemony Snicket, yeah. and he 
uh, it was called like the Baudelaire Memorial Orchestra. And I was like, okay, this is the okay, perfect guy yeah. to write for yeah. Coraline. Perfect. But he has he was in like three bands and mm. and on top He's of done the three stuff. terrors. He's done some <laughs> it's really cool. It's yeah. super underground. I that sounds so cliche. It's so underground. But um, <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> like I think you can find the cast recording. I think you have to dig. It's it's on YouTube. I don't think mm. it's on like streaming no. platforms, normal streaming platforms. Um but it's really interesting. Hmm. Um another one that surprised me was Ragtime. I didn't realize that was originally a book by really? uh, E. L. Doctor Rao. I knew it was a book. I had no I didn't idea know that it was started a book first. that way. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I, I guess it's just general like knowledge where we're like, mm-hmm. it was a book first. What? Yeah. Um, and even as musical theater people, we get surprised because mm-hmm. I mean, you're wearing it. It just made me think you've got Beetlejuice that started yeah. as, yeah. Uh, and it <laughs> yeah. just closed. It just closed. So sorry. RIP. May you rest in peace. <laughs> Pieces or not. Or peace. however. Yeah. Not rest peace. in the netherworld. N- netherworld. <laughs> but that was a movie, obviously. Tim Burton. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, an example of. I would love to see as an adaptation, but also it would have to be very careful. And that's uh, Fun Home, which started as a book and it got turned yeah. into a musical. Such a lovely story, such a wonderful musical. I think musicals like that getting turned into films would be more interesting than what some of them that do that have been turned into films. And yeah. Easton and I were talking about this with um, in terms of when the pandemic hit. Hollywood's essentially was like, okay, what can we create? What can we do? And they started taking more musicals than than mm-hmm. I can ever recall, and doing movie adaptations of them. Yeah, I yes, wrote that down. In the Heights, Tick Tick Boom, uh, Dear Evan Hansen, Matilda is coming soon, which people mm-hmm. are freaking out about. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. I know, so many, and, and that's great because I mean, for example, with Matilda, you've got all these kids that are getting exposure this way. Yeah, uh, particularly and Red to Hit, Emma uh, Thompson, and yeah. everyone needs to know who Emma Thompson is. Hello, <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> Please leave your rock. Come see us. Have some coffee. You'll be okay. <laughs> leave your rock. <laughs> Stop being Patrick or better Star yet, and come on. Go look at the New York Philharmonic Sweeney Todd with Emma Thompson, yes. Christian Borrell, oh. Audra McDonald, that yes. and that cast. It's oh. so good. It's and now we've got um, Josh Groban as yeah. Sweeney. And yeah. I'm honestly surprised and interested. When I first heard yeah. it, I went, What? Really? Yeah. And uh, um, there was the Sweeney movie with mm-hmm. Johnny Depp and mm-hmm. um Helena Bottom Carter, who is another mm-hmm. one of my favorites. All my Which favorite I, actors actors are English. Yes. It's them too, except for Manny Patinkin. Anyway, yeah. going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, mention was um, movies from musicals. Chicago, 2002. Have you yep. seen that movie? I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. And it was the first, I think, I think it was the first movie I watched that was a musical after mm-hmm. I had started doing theater. And so mm-hmm. I could see and start to appreciate, oh, that's interesting, or... Oh, and I, I just adore how they took all the Broadway pizzazz, this abstract, empty world mm-hmm. that the story was originally told in on stage and made that this dream world that was in Roxy's head. So every time we had this big production number, they, they allowed it where, where it applied. They took it mm-hmm. out of the real world it's and true. allowed it to exist in this void of lights and yeah. color, which yeah. I, I loved. I mm-hmm. loved that. It was really cool. It. Yeah, I haven't seen... Um... The Prom. Have you watched it on Netflix? Mm-mm. Okay, neither. No. I've never even seen the show either. Um, nope. There are a lot of these. <laughs> I I feel like an imposter musical theater person sometimes comes to like, I don't I don't know anything but about there prom. Are shows, there are always There's so many shows. There are always shows you can't see. <clears throat> and then there's a show them. I'll mention yeah. and people are like, what is that? I have no idea what that is. I'm like, but it's so <laughs> good. Like, How, do do How do you not know this? How do you know this? Like, come on. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's definitely a line. I see a shift in the industry and like you were saying, we can segue into this a little bit. I'm fascinated to know both as a business minded person, not necessarily driven, but business minded person. I want to know with the pandemic where, how, and why for I mean, I know the why to an extent, but like you had movie tickets from movie theaters that went straight into streaming and streaming had already been a thing with Netflix and being Mm -hmm. able to know, okay, this is popular because so many so-and-so people watched it within its release. And within that movie theaters are still a thing. I still go to the movie theaters every now and then um, just because it's an experience and I grew up on that and I have fun. Plus when you've got one that has reclining chairs, sign me up. (laughs) How do you say no? (laughs) I know, right? I'm like, ah, yes, comfort. (laughs) I don't know how they monetized views versus what people pay for a subscription. Mm. Because, I mean, let's use Disney Plus as an example. You've got a flat subscription and everyone and their mother shares, at least like on five <laughs> devices. We all yeah. know it. It happens. <clears throat> and it the used to be illegal. Exactly. So you couldn't share passwords at yeah. the beginning of this. And then mm-hmm. they're like, we can't stop this. They can't stop this. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hmm, <laughs> you thought you could yeah. anyways. Yeah. But, um, like how do how do they take like what is it nine is it nineteen it's not even nineteen a month I don't know oh no it's not I use my not. parents so I don't know I don't what know. it is I don't know I, I have we have the infinity gauntlet of, of uh, subscriptions with all of our family and friends <laughs> it's true it's like hey did you know that you signed out of this account can you give me <laughs> yeah or like your new hey, information uh, is it okay if I watch this show I know you're watching it also I don't want to ruin where you are in the show yeah. but I'm a season ahead is that okay <laughs> <laughs> like great anyways. How yeah. do they know if you and I were paying 20 bucks a month, we'll put numbers mm-hmm. to it. How do they know or give us a value? Like that's fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah. But also I'm not going to lose any sleep over it because yeah. it's not that fascinating. <laughs> but I, I feel, I, I think they're still figuring out that model. Yeah, exactly. Because in the world of home entertainment, mm-hmm. this is like brand new because we've it's had true. cable for a few decades now mm-hmm. and, I remember when Netflix first started, I, I read I read something or watched something that basically just said, like, just watch. Slowly, all of these cable networks are going to shift everything over to their own streaming service, yep. and everything's going to wind up costing more than cable. And sure enough, it's now true. if you have every single streaming service to watch all the cable channels that you had on your dish or whatever, yeah. Yeah. it's more. It costs it's more true. now. It's true. Um, and so it's I, crazy. I feel like we're still figuring out how this looks financially. And a lot of these, like, I know, I mean, Disney Plus is tanking. Yeah. Um, now that Bob Paycheck is gone, I'm sure that mm-hmm. would help a little bit. But <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Can Bob I say that? Paycheck. Can I yeah, say you that can. You can. It's fine. Um, <laughs> the mouse doesn't own us yet. Bob so. Iger. Woo! <laughs> yeah. I'm not happy, Bob. Not <laughs> happy. <laughs> Ask me why, Says Bob. every Disney fan. <laughs> exactly, now. yeah. But yeah, it's it's a it's a definite shift. The good thing that I like is, uh, like the, for last year, for example, and this year going forward, uh, Broadway's back. Uh, it's, everything is operating in some new fashion. Uh, obviously, with pandemic, everything had to be reorganized and uh, rethought, and mm-hmm. ca- m- more meticulously planned. In in for lack of a better word, and I mean, we both. <clears throat> have lived the swing life for example and that's more prevalent than ever that now. is swinging tracks in yes shows. oh so sorry so sorry that yes. is <laughs> <laughs> for those that are no, not members are, of the theater we, community 
<laughs> yeah, a swing to before we wrap up. The swings are basically you, you cover <laughs> many many tracks. It's your job to uh, be prepared to swing onto Cor- a different character. Correct. Uh, at any point. Yeah. Sometimes you learn two tracks, and sometimes you learn seventeen thousand. And mm-hmm. swings save the day all the mm-hmm. time. I don't know how we functioned in theater beforehand, and you mm. within uh, your degree can attain to this, Easton, because you <laughs> your our degree program went from like having one or two swings for an entire show to now. Oh yeah, we've got swings for every part because you just never know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's my not... freshman year. We we didn't have. Uh, I think the first couple of shows we did, we didn't really do understudies. Yeah, I no, think we no other swings or swings, but we had like a loose plan, but nothing mm-hmm. definitive. And I remember, like, for those that don't know, I was, uh, um, I was in college in the middle of COVID, and mm-hmm. when COVID hit, obviously things were different. We changed a lot of things, but when we came back, it was everything was about being prepared. We had backups for our backups, and now I, I think every show they do, they have two entire cast, and it's they not do. like alternating performance nights it's like no you have your your principal cast and then you have all the understudies and swings that go on it's true and it's um, a good I don't think there's it, been a show since then where a swing <clears throat> has not gone on uh no there hasn't been because and every um, occasion somebody's sick or something somebody, happens or, somebody's sick or something happens which which is life is it's life and is smarter but it's interesting that the reason that it came to more limelight and existence was something that nobody would have fathomed happening yeah. And, Another uh, episode idea. Yes. Swings and understudies. <laughs> Swings and understudies. <laughs> we'll be just careful on titling. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so wrapping up, we have jukebox musicals. Love or hate them, they exist. I would also venture to say briefly, I'll, I'll say this, with jukebox musicals, it's like they either work or they don't. Yeah. And it it's it's hard to tell sometimes, but it I is, don't yeah, think I they work hardly ever. No, nor do I. I don't like them. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Anyway. But yeah, it's adaptations fine. and adapting works. And yeah. One thing that we haven't said that I think is important to say is adaptations of other works are just as important as original works. So if you are a writer, um, keep writing original things. Yeah. And keep adapting things or start yeah. adapting things if you yeah. haven't, because I feel like that's a whole other challenge in and of itself. And mm-hmm. um. Because, I mean, when you're transferring from one art form to another, it's, I think it can, we don't look at it this way, but I think it's like, what if you tried to take, going back to episode one, take Starry Starry Night, or Starry Night, and make it into a song? Mm-hmm. What does that sound like? And yeah. th- that is tr- true. That's what we're doing when we take a book and make it into a musical, L- literally into a song, or if yep. we take a, a movie and make it into a book or whatever, yep. you know? And on that note, I will say, <laughs> I recently read this and I was like, well, I feel called out, spoken to, and also it's true. Um, <laughs> everything has already been created, so do your thing because mm. it's it's going to be big no matter what. Yeah. It, what was whether it? it's the, just the Greek study, like there's only twelve stories to be mm-hmm. told. Is it twelve? Yeah. I, don't know I think it's, it's like twelve or something or rather. Oh, by the way, it was uh, 2007 for Mary Poppins. You were you were two years off, ah, but oh, dang, good so good close. grabbing out of there. So um, close. <laughs> that's okay. Like with music, people are like, oh, they copied everything's been written in every melody there's eight notes has been it's gonna be re- yeah if <laughs> if anyone knows uh love never dies by andrew lloyd webber and you've listened to la Boheme, the, the opera you know it's basically the same thing like it's yeah. the exact same music do your thing write it we all want to hear it adapt we, it yeah do it be art do the thing Art. Be art. <laughs> art. Art. I love art. that meme so much <laughs> uh okay let's talk about coffee yes it was Stumped good. Town. It was. I liked it. it I, had... I think. Go ahead. 
I, I feel like, uh, yes, I definitely want to stick to more fresh, freshly roasted coffee, but mm-hmm. like something off the shelf, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that. It had it had interesting notes. It was earthy. I think every coffee mm-hmm. is earthy, except if it's like a, like I mean, it super literally from notes. the earth. I know. So yeah. God was like, "You need energy. Here's beans. <laughs> Here's beans. No, or the, as I, the, the little... dirty bean water is what I call it sometimes. <laughs> dirty bean water. <laughs> <laughs> the bag described Holler Mountain as like creamy and caramel, and I can attest that those two yeah. things are. I true. can taste the caramel notes for sure. Um, when we we were talking about when we were uh, we both do I do pour over you, you yeah. use a Chemex, right? It's, yeah, Chemex behind okay. me. Some. I don't. I'm not that fancy, but um, I have a little um, pour over ceramic. Yeah, and it's great, and it works mm-hmm. great. But the the bloom was gorgeous. It was just pretty. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It had nice oxygen oxygen in it, which is really fun to watch. And the bloom was nice. Uh, it stayed level the whole time. I know a little bit more about coffee. That that's yeah. not a flex. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm happy to I'm, be learning. I'm marrying into a coffee family, but that's a different yeah. story. So thanks, guys. Thanks for thanks yeah. for hanging out and and staying here because yeah. we we just keep talking. I'm sure if you've clicked <laughs> off, come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, if you want some yummy, yummy coffee, uh, go yes, to please. carvercoffee.com and mm-hmm. use the code the artists blend. Love those guys. Uh, and get ten percent off. Yeah. Which is cool. I want to. I want to know what else they have. So. Oh, like, they have some good ones. They have a cinnamon one that I sampled <gasps> at the farmers market. They have like a donut shop. They have. Mm. Um. Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember the others, but they have yeah. lots of really cool things out there. Yeah. Um, we'll reach out. We'll get so look some at more. them. Yeah. Yeah. We're working we'll right find... now on getting some other freshly roasted yeah. coffee beans to mm. us in Nashville and Orlando. If you have some, or if you're a coffee roaster, hit us up. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. We meant to say this at the end of the episode on the second one, and we, <laughs> we want to hear your summer stock stories. So oh. wherever you can leave us comments or anything like that, we actually want to come back and talk about summer stock within its own origin uh origin excuse me uh i've never done any summer stock yet i'll say that i know easton has but we would love to hear your stories because yeah good or bad it's all good summer stock need- <laughs> listener stories is will be a riot of an episode it oh. might wind up being like an hour that's okay or an hour and a Special half <laughs> and that's uh, that's like that's that's gonna be a road trip episode just yes. listen to summer stock stories so send them in we'd love to hear them because summer yeah. stock is just its own animal exactly and the stories are insane <laughs> <laughs> i'm quite I, sure, i'm reading like... um andrew Reynolds book right now um what's it called no, too much is not enough that's what it's called it's andrew Reynolds <laughs> book that he wrote it's autobiography but yeah. um he talks about his summer stock experience in that book and it's, it's hmm. really funny too perfect it's good it's funny it's very very funny so thanks guys and yeah i think on that note i just want to say thanks for listening be sure to like and subscribe and also leave us comments and leave yeah. us reviews. We want to know how we're doing. We want yeah. to hear from you guys. Help us so be better. Please. We want to be good beans. And just like you guys, be good beans and drink good beans. And we'll see you later. See ya. Bye. The Artist's Blend theme music was written and produced by Christopher and Sarah Bailey of Well Wishes Productions, a Nashville-based boutique production company specializing in multimedia production, live event contracting, studio, and live vocals. Find Incognita's Infamous Adventures on Amazon Prime and its soundtrack on all digital platforms.